I'm trying to get lit right now, nigga. Feel me? Niggas, niggas is trying to get lit, bro. Niggas is trying to get lit, so... I don't, I don't play that right real quick. Yeah. Seen it on the west, think of where thicker than you see it on the text. Front at one time, but you still my nigga. Shotty got fake ass and intellect, yeah. I'm a ref, she might have to hit me with a tech like I'm Stephanie. Treat my nigga Davo like my motherfucking cuz. Treat my nigga VVS can like my nephew. If she wanna get can't play it too long, can't play it too long. <laughs> Welcome to the Built for Cuban Links podcast. How y'all feeling? I'm your boy Yaya, and this is my nigga. Freezy. So you know the vibe, nigga? We're gonna get into this. We don't need we don't need a long intro. What fuck is you talking about? You gonna re- get right to business? Yeah, 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 yeah. So what how you wanna start it off? Because you can see the shit too. So how you want how you wanna start it off though? I mean, you was just playing the man, so we can start with the man himself. Alright, so last week, right? Last week a lot of people dropped on the 30th of September, right? Tory dropped. Rome Streets, Griselda Records, Signe drops. The mm-hmm. Baby drops. And Freddie Gibbs drops. Solid project. I, I, I listened to that. I don't know if Freezy, I don't think Freezy listened to it. But I played some track for it. That shit was solid from Freddie's part. Tory shit was solid. Two tracks got added to the fucking playlist. Fucking Red Casamigos and No Tricking. But the rest of them, they sounded good, but they wasn't. What I was looking from, from from Tory, I was looking for a fucking R&B capsule like Playboy. But I knew he wasn't gonna drop that. He's waiting, bro. He's holding on to one. I was just watching a pod actually with him and Act. He was talking about how his case starts next month already, bro. <clears throat> and he's got a deluxe in the tuck for the fucking Alone at Prom album, brother. Imagine that. He said it's it's gonna make it feel like what we heard. Was only the first part. Bring that shit closer to you a little bit. Up more. Yeah. So imagine that. Yeah, there you imagine go. Imagine that. Alone at prom, part two coming after this trial is settled, which could take anywhere between months to years to whatever. You know what I'm saying? So that is true. But you know one thing, because you said deluxe, right? Mm-hmm. And deluxes for the past couple years have been running shit, right? But I feel like. This year, it's a switch. Niggas is not dropping deluxes anymore. As an artist, I feel like they get annoyed when niggas say they want a deluxe now. And I feel like it's getting faded out of the trend. Mm. Niggas, I don't feel like niggas is doing no deluxes no more on some real shit. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. You know what I mean? I don't think they doing deluxes. Look, perfect example. I think Nav was dropping his album and they said, like, yo, is there going to be a deluxe? And he was like, nah, he wasn't really feeling that. I feel like niggas is feeling the... Nigga, let's go back to regular album rollout, roll okay? And then have a bonus or a bo- another bonus track after that and call it quits on to the next project. Niggas is not trying to drop another... Like Herbo. Herbo just dropped yesterday from when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. And he said, yo, I'm going to do something like West Side Gun. I'm going to do a side A and side B. Fuck the deluxe. I think that makes sense. I mean, that's kind of like a Scorpion sort of thing, but in spreading out the releases, it kind of serves the same purpose. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they just tie a different, like, fucking silk rubber band around it. You know what I mean? It's like deluxe to get you more streams within a week, you know, right after your immediate release. 
And then if you do a side A, side B thing, but you stretch it out between the same amount of time, what's the difference? You know? I mean, you could say there's like an artistic element, the way they want it to be heard. Or I feel to. like that's just, that's just, it's but, a numbers game. Exactly. That's what it feels like to me. I feel like when, as soon as Deluxes came out, everybody was like, all right, nah, we got to drop the Deluxe. Like a year ago, this time a year ago, niggas was saying, yo, we got to drop the Deluxe right now. Or niggas, the fans were waiting for deluxes. You feel me? There was the first big one to start that shit. I think it was like Pusha T, probably, right? Nah, it's before him, bro. I mean, you know, deluxes have been... Oh, La L- L- Deluxe, the fucking 2 chain shit, when you had LeBron come in. Yo, how about we drop an album the week right after, and it's another album, but we call it the Deluxe. <laughs> but I feel like yeah. that the deluxe was already out a couple months before that, before when they did that. Mm-hmm. They was just the first one, first niggas to document it. Yeah, and it was probably only the first of a separate, like not even generation, because it's just there's so many cycles in this shit. They were just the first of a certain cycle, if that makes sense. Because I feel like a lot of artists will see one thing work and they'll be like, okay, if it worked for them, that should have worked for me. So they just went ahead and said, okay, we want to boost the numbers up because our first week didn't look that good. So let's just get a deluxe going the very next week. Mm. Yeah, but that that that's just something I wanted to bring up because I've seen I've seen the shift like yesterday. Like, yo, niggas is not dropping no deluxe anymore. Definitely not. <coughs> Definitely. Excuse. Because I feel it gave me that feeling of it being played out to the point where I don't even want to listen to the album when you first drop it because I know you're dropping a fucking deluxe next week. Exactly. So I'll just listen to that when it comes out. I don't want to have two things added onto my phone. I'm sorry. Exactly. Just ease of convenience, you know. Exactly. The labels, I feel like the labels were trying to use that tactic to just sell more records. Because that, that's what it boils down to at the end of the day. Is, to, is selling more fucking records as I fucking drop my ass <laughs> right on my fucking pants. Crazy. But, another thing, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think about, because let, let's just jump into This is going to be all... The topics of today, all right. Russ says no artist is blackballed. Thoughts? I think I would disagree. Okay. It just an artist way to maneuver is different. <clears throat> like with Russ, he's completely independent. So in his head, he's not blackballed because he's doing everything himself. But if Russ was signed to a major label deal and they're not giving him as much fucking attention as they are, an artist that's getting more sales or has bigger hit singles than him. He's going to feel a different way, for sure. If Russ is in the baby's position right now, where he went from selling a big numbers, making him look like he was the next big rap pop star to do a crossover, doing songs with Dua Lipa and Camila Cabello, whatever, fucking being everywhere, then to being a 17,000 first week artist, that's a whole different story. That's a different ballgame right there. And just for some context, last week this nigga the baby dropped uh, what is the album called? Boogeyman? No, I think it's Baby on Baby 2. Oh, okay. Which makes it even crazy because I think the first Baby on Baby album sold really well. Or at least it had songs on them that turned him into who he is today, you know? Yeah, but I feel like Russ is, he has a point. I agree with this nigga because the way that he put it, I think you got the narrative switched up a little bit. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the way he explained it on in, in his story was... No artist is blackballed unless you are off DSPs and those type of things. Hmm. He's not saying 
Because we all know what it is to blackball. For niggas that don't know, when you were blackballed, a nigga at the top is pulling the strings and saying, yo, don't fuck with that nigga because whatever reason. That's being blackballed. But if you could still... What he was saying was if you could still upload your music and you still have your platform, your Insta, your voice, you're not blackballed, nigga, which is true. I don't know how you could really refute that. You feel me? To me, the way I see it is it's more of a... These platforms, even though you have access to them, you can still put your music out on them. You don't know what the fuck they're doing behind the algorithm, man. All that shit is them. Whether you get put on a playlist, whether you get put... Even ease of finding your artist page on these different platforms... That's true, that's true. ...is a big, big deal, you know? That's another thing. And if somebody doesn't necessarily go about finding you in the right way, they can make it so that they'll never find you. And Mm. they'll never hear your shit, you know? Mm. They really... And especially today, I think the consumer is just not going out there for music as much. So they know that the average everyday person is just going to go on a Spotify and throw on one of their playlists, like a Rap Caviar or Apple Music's equivalent mm-hmm. of it, you know? I feel that. But as a person, nigga, first of all, we all know that radio's dead. Sorry. I said it. Mm-hmm. It's dead, but who are the people that are now in charge of these fucking platforms? Like, for example, Ebro. Of uh, Hot 9-7 He's in At Apple And yeah. you might say Radio's dead But he had a lot of power At radio And now he has a lot of power At streaming You know So it might just be Another one of those things Where they like Hand the power off Type shit You know we, That's something That is gonna have to be seen But I think his Russ's overall statement Is true You're not blackballed Your fans just don't Fuck with you In the baby's case his fans just don't fuck with him. I think that's true, too. I don't think he cultivated a big enough fan base to do what he did. I think he had a big enough fan base, but he, he did some... The press shit caught him out of t- context, you feel me? And that weighed a lot. He lost a lot of fucking shows for that shit. Let's not be... But that's not really true fans, then. You know, it's just people who liked your songs, and you made a hit record, and they thought it was catchy. Nah, he had fans, bro. They, people were screaming his name after that performance when he said that wild shit. Yeah, but is they going to stream his album afterwards? Nah, now because the, the, me as a fan and as a consumer, I just I was a fan of, of I still am a fan of the baby, but you have to win the people back. I see you that. Feel me? No, you I, have I to think win he the has the power back. to. I think he's talented enough to do it. All he needs to do is drop a hot song. And we're in the market today where if you can drop a hot song, you can be put on, but. It's a lot of shit that goes into that, not just making a song, too, you know? The marketing behind it, the playlisting behind it, yeah. the push behind it type shit. Especially nowadays, you know? Motherfucker will post their song on TikTok, and it'll go viral. And they'll make it seem natural, but then when you look behind it, it's like, oh, these motherfuckers are signed to labels already. They already had somebody fucking pay a bunch of bread to do all this for them type shit. Nah, that, that, that's true, that's true, that's true, that's true. But then again, when you see an independent artist like Russ, Russ right? Mm-hmm. Russ is one. Who's another one? Who's another independent artist that we know? Fully independent right now? I mean, we just said we just talking about Tory. Oh, Brent Fayez. Hello. He's fully independent? Hello. No distribution deal or nothing. I mean, even if he has a distribution deal. That's, that nigga, that's, that's independent. That's not as bad as that's, having a major. That's independent. Mm-hmm. You you have your publishing, you have your yeah. masters, you have creative control, you are independent. You just distribute through these niggas. That's, that's what true. that that's that's the that's the perfect record record deal, or you know what I'm saying? That's the perfect deal you could do. Keep every all your masters, all all your publishing, and you just get distribution through Sony, through Atlantic, through UMG, through fucking 
universal. You feel me? So handling those numbers though, you know what I'm saying? So it's a little bit of fudging that can go around there too. Nah, that's that's most definitely a fact. We all know how much power these major labels have. The thing is that they are losing their power. You get like, mm-hmm. nigga, just say it, nigga. The fuck, nigga can see you. He just he was next to me like that, nigga. Come on, <laughs> these are this is conversations that we have on a daily basis. It's just that the, the the cameras is here and and the fucking mics is hooked up and there's a mixer now, nigga. And niggas got headphones and shit. <laughs> and nigga, we act the same off. We got pro tools on and shit. All right, you ain't gotta tell them all the sauce now. <laughs> but yeah, right now the the labels do. I don't see why anyone in twenty twenty two going on twenty twenty three will sign a record deal unless it is in their favor and they have the leverage and they don't have to fucking recoup nothing. I think it's it's. it's... On a level that's like, if you want to keep control of all the artistry and be, you know, reap 100% of what you sow, then yes, independence is the way to go. Mm-hmm. But you also got to understand, this shit is fucking expensive, bro. If you want to record on your own, you want to make your own studio, you want to spend a couple racks. And then you still got to spend a couple racks on the sauce and recording but and listen, mixing and shit like that. You have to invest in yourself. That's true. That's Look true. at this, bro. This shit is like the most basic fucking setup that we have right now. I know, but, but I'm saying not everybody's looking at it in the way that we're looking yeah, at it. But to, like, oh, we going to hustle yeah, to get it done. Motherfucker will be like, okay, I did what I did and I and I have something and I got an offer. I'm going to just take it. <clears> you know, and it's not true. a bad route to go. Everybody has their own way. But... uh I think if you go that way, like we agree on, you're more likely to get screwed over in the long run. Or at least not have as much control as you would like in the long run type shit. That's true. But not everybody could... Well, I heard on JVP that, nigga, not everybody could play the long route. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Not everybody exactly. could play... Because look, I'll give you an example right now. Fresh in my mind. TDE signee, Dochi. I'm going to say it right here, loud and clear. Nigga, it's the next generation Missy Elliott. Right? She signed. She said that she moved last year. She moved to, at, she was independent, moved to New York, and nothing was fucking, nothing was hitting off. Mm-hmm. And then magically she got the TDE stamp somehow. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? She's, but I feel like as, but, a, yeah. as, a, as an artist, right, you had to exhaust all of your resources first. You exhaust all your resources first, and then you sign with the major label to get that reach, that machine push, that Next they level offer. Type shit, yeah. That they offer, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because having a major label, you're gonna be at all the trending new shit out, nigga. You're gonna be the face. We gonna see if you can keep the lights on. <laughs> yeah. So she did it that way. She she was independent, but I don't I don't know if she. Use all her her resources, but in today's age, as an artist, you are. <laughs> it's in it's in your favor now. The blueprint is was made. Some niggas got gypped. Some niggas made money. Some niggas did whatever. Right? You have to do the research and see how do I read my contract? How do I do this? Mm-hmm. How do I do that? What rooms do I have to be in? You feel me? Yeah. But there's the information just on that out there. Case too, I think it's all the thing about perspective too. Because the way you see it is, she exhausted all her options. Well, I don't know if she did. I'm she, just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I hope yeah. she did. That's one perspective. But I could also see it. You know, just uh, whatever. 
I don't know who she is. And the first thing I heard about her is that she's already signed a TDE. True. So, you know? It doesn't seem like she had too much leverage going into that deal, you know? True. Just in my point of view, because I just had no idea who True. she was. True. I don't think, I don't think, I hope her deal is good. But I'm just saying, I don't think, I don't, because I didn't, I didn't hear, hear of her until that, that, that first single. Mm. With the big feature, we all, we, do I have to say it? And it takes a lot of SZA. strings to get pulled for a scissor feature like that. <laughs> her first, her debut single off TDE, Dochi, is persuasive with scissor. And SZA, SZA gave her the, the full feature. She didn't just get the verse and get off. She gave the all the sexiness after, too. So, nigga, that major label gave her that, that big feature. Let me see the trick. You feel me? You feel me? That's, that's, that's just what happened. So, we didn't know about her before. I didn't know about her before, but was she... Exhausting her resources, and she, and she sounds like she's she's nice, bro. When I tell you she's nice, when I say she's the next Missy Elliott, bro, I can see it, cause her sound is crazy, and I already see they have, bro, they have her doing a photo shoots and all crazy types of shit. I'm just like, yo, they pushing for someone else to another person to keep on the lights other than Scissor yeah, and I a mean, couple others. Cause they got rid of that Kendrick spot. Well, maybe by mutual consent, maybe Kendrick wanted to go, whatever, but now, basically, the premier artist on that label is SZA, and they're probably searching for somebody else just in case she wants to jump ship as well in the future, because she has a big fan base, so she might think, hey, maybe I can hold my own as well. And as we we mentioned SZA, the sexy goddess she is, (laughs) 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 I had to put that on file, her album... Has not come out yet. Do you think it's done? Do you think? Do you think it's done? I'm not sure. I haven't seen a lot of promotion yet, but we have heard her on singles. We've seen her do her thing even without dropping an album. So she could just. She's the type of artist she could probably surprise drop and still do at least 150 thousand. I think. Probably. You think she's been dunking smoke from all the from all the niggas dropping like Drake, all the other niggas dropped that that's been dropping since Good Days came out. I, th- I think there's a conversation there. I don't think she's ducking, but I think there's a conversation. I think she's maybe- a lot of stuff happened between Good Days and present time now. When did the Good Days come out? 2018. Yeah. I mean, you got a whole lot that's changed with everything with the whole fucking world ever since her last album dropped. So maybe that could be also the reason they got delayed. They probably wanted everything to open up again for her to be outside like that. And if that's the case, then that might also add on to your point, like you're saying. She might. She's the premier artist there. And they're going to fucking treat her as such and promote her as such. So, let's see. Alright, let me give you some context. Two singles drop. Hit Different with Ty Dolla Sign And I Hate You. Okay. Big hits with the fans. I feel like her fans, me being included, we are very patient. We've gotten features from her. Doja. The Doja Cat feature. Commercial record. Mm -hmm. Sounds good. It's added to my playlist. It sounds good. It's commercial, but it sounds good. Yeah. And we've just been waiting ever since. But I feel like this new album is done. First, I'm going to say that because I was watching My Expert Opinion with Matt Hoffa and he had TDE Punch on there, right? And he's... and (laughs) Let me go back in my notes. Punch says, at the time of that recording, it's not ready yet. He says that. 
two months after, or three months, I don't know when that when that interview took place. I've been catching up on my my expert opinion shit. I've been going back and watching old episodes and shit, but it's fairly recent. Okay, it could have been like four months ago that 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 came out. Yeah. He says it's not ready. Four months after into the present, right now, where we at right now, I see a whole bunch of promo. Like people are calling her, articles are calling her, and and people are saying their opinions. Like, yo, I listened to the album, and it sounds like she lost herself and rediscovered herself. So if they're saying that, it's done already. Hmm. Them niggas is just waiting right now, cause if, if she, there's a whole press run. I got that shit saved on Instagram that she is. Her album is done. People have listened to it. Punch, that same person, TDE Punch, said, like, shit on the, those articles that would imply that it's finished. See? So, I believe it's done. I feel like they waiting for Big <laughs> Diddy to drop. Diddy's new new record label, Love Records. Josie as the first signee. I f- he's dropping the album. But do you think we, that wait, 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 wait. We we got that that Bryson Tiller feature. Got to move on, and he's been killing that. Every t- every time a podcast on Revolt or anything is played before that playlist, there's a lot of promo going into that record. I feel like SZA is waiting till everybody drops. Everybody drops. To drop her shit. She waiting for Diddy to drop. She waiting for everybody else to drop. She already don't got to worry about Drake. She ain't, she ain't got to worry about Kendrick. She ain't got to worry about Summer Walker. She ain't got to worry about LMI. You saw first week, by the way. She, so that might be a number that SZA's looking at like shit. Nah, she could do that. But I'm just saying, she ain't got to worry about nobody that's going to conflict her drop when she chooses to drop. I feel like she's going to drop the album when it snows in the East. When it snows in New York, End the quarter four. End the end the quarter four right before the end of end of the year. She is dropping that R and B shit that her fans love. Her talking that shit. She's gonna drop that shit. Then she ain't gotta worry about nobody else dropping. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Do you think she outsells Summer Walker? I think. Summer Walker could possibly be a feature on the fucking project because she's featured on Summer Walker's project. But who do you think sells more? Do we really want to get into that? I feel like, nigga, the longer way... Over or under 166,000 first week. That's all you gotta say. Over or under. Over. Nigga's been waiting this shit for this How much over? Could be 500. It could be 500. 500? Or 3 to 500. You think gold first week? 3 to 500... Copies so I can see three fifty, but niggas been waiting for. She I hasn't dropped her I, I, okay, an album yeah. since the debut of Good Days. And that day, and well, Control on the Control album, it sold sixty thousand first week. But like you're saying, it's then been on to be certified double platinum. So, been five years just about. Like- five years just about. I can see that. Nigga, she's gonna... She's waiting. But I think if she doesn't, what does that have to say about how they handle her release? It wasn't meant to be. But, nigga, I think that she's gonna kill everything before the end of the year when it's snowing 
R&B season, everybody in the, in the crib fucking each other, bro. It, it's the perfect. What better time now than now? If it doesn't come out by then, I will be very surprised, and the fans are going to start heating up. I can see that. Because they've waited patiently. i say patiently. it's more like 200. 200 something. 250. Most. I don't see it going over. Only time will tell. Yep. But niggas would be the first ones projecting al- album uh, fucking <laughs> sales. Who would be the first ones projecting that shit? Most definitely. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So you say it's 500 or are you saying... I say three to 500. 300 to 500 first week. I mean, I could see scissor. that, but I think 250 and I don't think it goes And it depends on how many songs is on that shit. That shit better be a fucking pack of 20. 20 piece? 15. I can see it. It's been five years. At least 15. Nigga. At least 12. At least 12. Nigga. At least 12. <laughs> the way she been murdering these fucking features... That shit must be. That shit better be the best fucking. You think Doja Cat makes it on the album? Nah. <laughs> Why? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Major label contact. That's what I'm saying. Maybe. Maybe. But. But I think if Doja Cat's on the album, then maybe it does do five hundred thousand first week. <laughs> Look, and you wouldn't be wrong. You wouldn't be wrong, right? But I don't know if she's on that, that album. But I hope she doesn't go on that trajectory for it. I want, like you said, nigga, classic. All she has to do classic. is talk her shit. Classic. Talk that shit. And the first album didn't have too many features on it either. No. So. Just like Kendrick. That was. And that's a TDE in-house fucking feature right there. Exactly. It's not like really had much. It was the Travis song on there too. Mm-hmm. And that one was a hit. So. Mm-hmm. Most of it was just her. It just speaks for the level of art that she creates. So, level of art, bro. You see how she looks, bro. She's fucking sexy, bro. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And I seen some shit that she want babies too. I I might have to reveal it to the world on the baby father, but who knows? <laughs> who, know, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> who knows? You feel me? How do you think T.D. Punch will feel about that? That's not his girl. That's his artist. The fuck? Yeah, but she's going to have the... She can't go on tour with the baby. Oh, that's true. But that's not his decision. <laughs> <laughs> Drop the album. I don't know. They call him Punch. Wait, wait, they call him wait, Punch. That's all I'm wait, saying. Wait, I'm not fucking with nobody who's named Punch. Wait. Drop the album, right? <laughs> and then you're free to do whatever you want. That shit gonna work cap, for another bro. five That's years. Cap. That's what Kendrick they did. They're gonna make her go on tour. Well, Kendrick's on tour right now. Yeah, I know, but nigga, he's been dormant for fucking five years. That's true. But so is SZA. Lost you, the top one spot. You think they don't want to throw her on tour? Can't have no baby. I mean, Cardi did it, but Cardi went on a run. Cardi went on a run before she did. Mm. And Nicki didn't fucking wait for like 10 years. Imagine. Nicki been sunning. Everybody too, but nigga, but that's been happening. You Are we JT? surprised? You saw JT. Oh, Bro, you're talking about Nikki, it that way. I thought Nikki you were talking had, about lyrically. Nikki had JT on live, going, "What was that? What was that? This that's song that's some gangster shit to do." Though. Yo, there's nothing wrong with that. She and JT recited the lyrics. It is what it is. I respect. She held that L. She held the L. But I don't even know if it was an L. The niggas is they look like they they cool now. So, bro. And now she's beefing with Cardi? Now JD beefing with Cardi? Cardi is getting herself into a lot of fucking be bullshit. Right. They love her, though. 
They love her. They ain't gonna do nothing to her. But are you? Why are you doing that to sell records? You don't need it. You're a superstar. But she ain't even drop yo. Well, no, she did drop. She's she been featuring dropped. on on the drill shit. She I see the run. The I see the run coming up. Yeah, I, I guess I see what you're saying. The drill shit is is happening. She got tracks with all the new drill niggas. I think they should just spit at each other. I'm talking making a song. <laughs> There's no competition because Cardi doesn't write her shit. Everybody you think that knows matters, that. Though? You think that matters? Yes, that matters. If you want to come at me as an MC, yes. Bruh. You don't write your shit. Bro, but JT Cardi's not gonna write come her at shit. her on some Nicki writes her shit. Cardi's not gonna be dissing her. Like, oh, I'm gonna spit at you. Bah, 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 bah. You know what I'm saying? Yes. She's gonna come with a hit. She's gonna come with a hit uh, saying some some twisted ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's how they I think that's how they should do it. Drake made that fast. Meg been catching some subs too, and she ain't saying nothing. They ain't saying nothing. They 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 respect Nikki. I, I'm not gonna say scared, but nigga, you they, scared, they bro? They respect Nikki. You respect the craft, and you know that your pen is not, <laughs> not is not close to her shit. Even though their pens are good, Meg's pen is good. No, and they JT, can write, and, and they JT can do shit it. is good too. But, you know I mean? yeah, but they don't they don't want that right now. No. That's a whole other level. Talk about cultivating a fan base. Back to the baby. Nikki has the fucking craziest, biggest fan base. Probably in hip hop. That's what I'm saying. They have overlapping fans, so mm-hmm. you can't really want to beef with because you're gonna put your fa- your fans in because you're not the bigger artist. Yeah, yeah, so they'll just turn on you. Yeah, they'll just turn on you. Nicki really got it like that, bro. Because Nicki's nice. We all know this. Yeah. The unreleased track with Ye, that shit was a hit that Ye didn't want to put out. Yeah, that's crazy. She said. She said. She said, I got a new body or some shit like that. That shit was hit, bro. That, that shit was a fire. That I shit wanted, was elite classic. I wanted to spit that verse. That's up there with, um... What was another elite classic? Dun, 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 dun. Fucking Cardi and Nudie. Oh, Busy yeah. Busy Pamper. Yeah. This shit is a classic. I can't believe that shit. That shit would've won fucking triple platinum, bro. That is a fact. That's most definitely a fact, right? All right, so what? I have a question. Because mm-hmm. we talking about topics that's, topics that's happening right now, right? Yeah. Ye has been on some bullshit. <laughs> He's always on some Let bullshit. Let me say. He's always on some bullshit. I mean, that's true, but this nigga is wild. In the, he wild on Boosie. He wild on fucking Mark bitches, Zuckerberg. white bitches, white niggas. <laughs> He wilding on everybody, so you can't even take it personal because oh, he wilding on everybody. He really called Gigi Hadid a privileged bitch. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm just quoting him. I'm just quoting him. I'm just quoting him. He's wilding. Quoting the captions. Do we spitting though? What do you think? You agree with him? Some of the shit that he says is what, like that shit with Mark Zuckerberg. A nigga would say that, <laughs> in their right mind would say that. <laughs> like, yo, I thought you was my nigga, bro. Like. <laughs> That's some shit that I would say. I know that. So, and the thing is, Ye has never changed. He's always been like that. Yeah. So, that nigga has a method to his madness, yo. I'm not even gonna lie. Genius. Hmm? Genius. Yeah, that nigga. That nigga been doing that shit. So, <laughs> it's not like he's doing anything new. That's the thing. But do you think that means he has music coming out? He has fucking slippers coming out. You <laughs> <laughs> got that shirt coming out, but the shirt. What do you think about the shirt? The front of the shirt is fire. What about the back of the shirt? Well, let's not get into those things. 
I'm joking. But that, it's just a shirt at the end of the day, nigga. Whatever he want to put on, that's his fucking business at the end of the day. Yeah. Him and Candace Owens, it's a power couple. That's all I got to say. I ain't really putting too much into it, nigga. He's selling shirts. He's a, he's a black man selling shirts. <laughs> right? He's a businessman. That's a businessman. Right? No, mm-hmm. I ain't seen nobody else pull that move yet. That's one hell of a move to put... <laughs> <laughs> white white lives matter <laughs> on your back. You just gotta go ahead and do on yay, a shirt. Nobody did that matter. shit before, huh? Yay lives matter, I think. Personally, I don't know that nigga. That nigga must be. He he knows what he's doing. He gonna get Twitter too. You saw that shit. He what? He gonna buy Twitter. Musk. He's going through with it. Musk. They just yeah. He's gonna get that shit. He's gonna be in control of everything. Really? I thought I thought the deal didn't go through. What the fuck happened? He said I'm gonna pay full price too. That nigga was they because they was gonna sue him for not he's like, buying fuck it. Shit. Yeah, he's like, fuck it, I don't care. It is what it is. And that's what he wanted anyway. So, whatever. He's at he's at the point where this nigga just be talking shit, and Bro, he got the money to back billion, himself. Forty four billion, just he, nigga. He he got the money shit. to back back niggas. Yo, I, I was an employee of of uh, Elon Musk. Twenty year old. Former employee turned content creator all along, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Bet y'all didn't know that. And how'd you feel about your time there? Some real niggas is there, but there's some bitch ass niggas there too. <laughs> the upper level is the bitch ass niggas, and you can't trust them. We all know corporate America don't trust none of the fucking people up there. It is how it is in this fucking business. And every business. In every fucking business. Look what they created though. The layoff turn payoff. Ooh. Mm. Mm. I like that. Ooh. What the fuck is he talking about? That's spitting right there. The layoff turn payoff. I'm about to write that bitch down. Elon will never let you do this. And you, you know the crazy thing is that niggas working at the at 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 um Tesla. We wanted to start a podcast because there's a bunch of crazy motherfuckers in that shit. <laughs> that's a wild nah, shit. Nah, fuck that. You see that NDA? Exactly. <laughs> Niggas would have got they the would have got us out of here. <laughs> but guess what? I'm a free agent now, Ooh. nigga. The speech is free, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? The speech is free. Hmm. <laughs> better focus on that Twitter. Nah, that nigga dropping mad vehicles. Even the side cyber truck kind of fire line. That shit's kind of it is. This shit is. This shit is lit. I wish I got to work on that shit, but nigga, it wasn't happening. That shit not out yet, right? No, but the 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 um the Tesla fucking semi truck is about to be out though. Semi, like a flatbed. Like the big semi trucks, nigga, that drive on ninety five. What? Fully electric. No driver. Nope. Apparently, but there is they're gonna do drivers. Right? Yeah. You feel me? I like that layoff turn payoff. <laughs> um, what 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 other things do? We, oh, big topic, big 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 topic. Jersey Club sound taking over. I feel like it's gonna dominate the world in a couple months or days or years. Like Afrobeats is doing right now. I feel like Jersey Club, niggas in Jersey, they push that style and it's finally paying off. I think they. It's about to go mainstream. Their own form. I mean, I don't even think they need to go mainstream. 
they have, have no, built they enough are of, a, of a community, you know? They they mainstream. There's niggas artists. I think somebody is signed. His name is too. His name is too rare, and he sounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You seen that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But they, their sound is gonna take over. I'm telling you, niggas is gonna get jiggy. <laughs> niggas is gonna get. I don't even know. I think he. I think they call it. <laughs> Wait, how'd you do that again? I don't. They go like. I don't, I don't know. Smoking. Yeah. I don't know how yeah. to do it. I yeah. think they call it blicking, but I gotta learn how to do that shit. <laughs> I mean, they're nice with it too. And they're true to themselves, which is something that's not really apparent in music. True. They're true to their own style, their own way of doing it. Guess who used their style? Drake. <laughs> yeah. That last album is full of that shit. And then after that, fucking everybody's gonna da- drop a fucking dance Be- fucking record. Some Beyonce. Shit like Beyonce did some Just shit like dropped that. a whole album Meg, full Meg of that. Meg did a fucking single like she that. She did a show. single. It was all right. It was pretty good. I ain't gonna lie. She did a single. Yeah. It goes. But I mean... Is that more of a combination of the Jersey drill sound and the Jersey club sound with... It kind of seems like a Catronada type of thing, you know? Like EDM, mm. house music. No, but they it's the thing is that they flip the samples. That's mm. they, they All their shit is flipping samples. You feel me? Just like how hip-hop was back in the day. You're just flipping the sample, but they shit get you dancing. I, I mean, that's kind of how the drill does it, too, with a lot of the famous songs are built off of already... Creative samples. <laughs> That's true, but no, but their sound I feel like is gonna dominate. Like Afrobeat has been taken over. And as we talk about Afrobeat, because we were talking about this before we fucking started recording, I just want to get this off right now. Okay. Afrobeat was not nominated in any of the BET awards. Award shit. <laughs> There's a lot wrong with the BET awards. There's a lot wrong with. We not even gonna get into it, but I just want to put that Afrobeat's essence. This is the last thing I'm gonna say. Essence was the song of the year, and that shit was not nominated. Why? Anybody can answer? <laughs> no. Essence would have won that shit, and if it was on that list and didn't win, it would have been in a whole nother story. But they do have Thames on that list nominated. But why is it not one of Thames's own songs? It's true. It's true. Wiz but why been is song of the year? Burner Boy been killing Big Lotto. Shit. Nigga. It's all industry politics, bro. It's the same answer. Same shit. Essence would have defeated that list with a vote. And I think if they nominate Essence, and even if Essence doesn't win, I think Thames and Wizkid, they're happy to be there. I think so. Yeah. But the, the thing is, the Brit Awards, like the, the awards, like the UK Awards and shit, they would uh, fucking, or they have a a dedicated show, award show to Afrobeats, but I'm just like, bro, it's hip-hop, it's music. Mm. You feel me? It's music, and just because they overseas, they shit is dominating everybody over here. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover. I mean, the song of the year, which was the Drake Future and Thames one, it was just, I will wait for you. I mean, even though it's not a direct Afrobeat, she's someone who's been very closely associated with that sound. And who is also known for taking a lot of, from the Afrobeat sound, Drake. Yeah. And when Drake does something, a lot of other artists will follow because he'll popularize it and then you can build off of that too. Just like with anything. With the whole drill movement, everybody likes drill because a couple motherfuckers got popping off of it and it's something that's not easy to make, but if you're really in that and you're really from that, it'll just come naturally to you. Yeah, but then you get locked up and then you don't even reap the benefit of your rewards. Yep. Of your talent. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other statement in itself. Yep. 
Shout out Hassan Campbell. Woo. OG. Woo. OG. Nigga, the amount of people I watch and learn from is crazy. One thing else, one more thing, because this is this was a topic from what we what we what we talked about last week, right? Rory and Maul, right? Okay. I just want to get this off because nobody else has touched on it before, because nobody else is talking about each other. Everybody's just trying to stay in their own lane, trying to figure it out. Yeah, type yeah. Shit, you but know for me? us, it's like people that we're watching the show. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we starting this from we starting this from the ground up, nigga. You see the fucking you see the foundation right <laughs> behind me, nigga. Fuck is you talking about? Right. Hundred episodes in. Hundred plus in. How do you think they have been since the split with the JBP? They built something steady, I think. But I think that's because they know how to use their industry connections well. Because they, they've been at a lot of festivals, like Rolling Loud and other yeah. festivals. And the Made shit. in America one yeah. as well. When it was with Elliot and B-Dot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think in that manner, they're always going to be able to stay relevant enough to have a platform and to be able to produce content like the way they are and to live off this content. But I'm sure that they already signed a, a pretty big deal. Mm. I already start things off. Mm. So is it really them trying to keep growing that podcast or maybe just fulfilling their contract at that mm. point? You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's why... This man, <laughs> Ginger. Ginger. That's the podcast right here. Ginger in the, in the cut, bro. This nigga's gonna be... You probably jump on the couch one of these episodes. <laughs> Who knows? This nigga's down here. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, when I've been watching their episodes... I get interested, but then it's kind of hard to watch sometimes. I won't lie. Because they don't keep you as interested as they would with having somebody like a Joe there who's a natural personality to keep your attention focused on him. Even if you're not even listening, like, he'll say some shit. You'll be like, what the fuck did he just say, you know? So, it seems like they're kind of just fulfilling the contract. I like the dynamic they have with another one of their co-hosts. I forgot her name. I think it's like Ram. Or something like that. Wait, are you talking about the girl, Dolores? Yeah. I think her Dolores, name... Dolores, yeah. She, yeah. she looked kind of fine too. She can get it. Dolores, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, hey, hey. Young Jamaican stallion here. Fuck is you talking? <laughs> respectfully. Uh, respectfully, definitely. 100% respectfully. And Julian, shout out shout out Julian. I, I heard that name too. I think I know what, the, what, what you look like too. Okay. On Instagram. Or I think that, that's good. But, um, you know, I feel like eventually they're going to have to find a way to bring it to another level. But they are acting. More cameos in divisions. If I get caught, video, yeah. which and that is, could be the route that they take it too, which would be really cool. Acting, to see. they they good at yeah. it. Yeah. They doing skits and shit. Yeah, and Rory dropped his album too. I think right, or maybe not. I think yet. he dropped a single. He's been promoting it for sure a lot. So he dropped a single with um oranges, emotional oranges, pink pink sweats or some shit. Hmm. I think that's the name. I'm sorry if I got your name wrong. I don't know you, but. I'm just going based off of what I see in my yeah. feed. Yeah. It's all off top, too. All off dome. No notes or nothing, either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, nigga, we not lying. There's a couple notes, nigga. There's nothing wrong with it. But all the rest of this shit is off Spit the top. Ball. Just a little outline. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, the overall thing is they, they've been doing their thing. They've been doing their thing. 100 episodes is a big marker, man. We it is. It is. <laughs> and it mean? feels like just yesterday they, I got the news... <coughs> Sorry, <laughs> that they were splitting up. I got the news that they were splitting up, and I almost Rough cried. I almost, time. I almost cried. I was like, "Oh my God, the world is ending." The best podcast in the making at the time is fucking 
in shambles. We've been in a parallel universe since but, 2019. That's my theory. Ever since Kobe passed away. But how... R.P. Kobe. But how do you think Joe has responded? Bringing in Ice he and really the other guy. He really strong, man. He those, bounced back really strong from that. Those, I, I enjoy watching their episodes. And he still has another then. avenue open. I think that's the key, too, that they have a lot of venues they could do. Whereas Rory and Maul, the kind, you know, since they have to really build it up, the only thing they can really be doing right now is the pot. Whereas Joe, he just brought in his two guys that fit in. The chemistry is great already with them. They could just flow off these episodes like nothing. Yeah. And he can go focus on different ventures, either whether it be different pods, different shows, music, or whatever, you know? True. And Park's debuts on camera. You didn't want to be on camera at first because the, you was inspired by Parks. It's all about the Parks. angles, but it's all about the angles. Nigga, you was inspired by Parks. You didn't want to be on camera, but he yeah. debuts in on cam a couple weeks ago or a month ago. Or I like it, but you see, that's the growth right there, too. They took it to a whole nother level, man. That's like... That's not even like a studio where they just built some shit. That's like a. It looks like they're in somebody's crib, fucking doing that shit. You know. I think they were in Joe's crib. Oh wow. <laughs> I think I don't know. This nigga was talking about how much he paid pay for niggas to clean their window, his windows or some shit. <laughs> the last time I was in the podcast, for me listening. So yeah, I mean, it looks fucking ridiculous. You know, it's like a whole nother level of production added to their game. So. That's true. That's true. That, that nigga Ginger in his, litter, in his litter box. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Do you want to do sleepers? Song battle, just one? One off? Or should we do... Because I feel like three was a lot last time. You want to just do one off? I mean, but all this shit right here is going to... Dude, this can't be played on YouTube. We can put it on SoundCloud. Yeah. Nobody can go on, go on SoundCloud no more. We serious. We taking it to YouTube, bro. Fuck that. All right, bro. Fuck the sleepers, then. Fuck them. But you can play something, then we just... I, I'll, I'll know how to mute it and shit. But let's do the fucking... Another outro first, you feel okay, me? Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, so... Nigga, this is, a, this is the first episode, you feel me? <laughs> nigga, where's the sound drops? Do the, where the sound's at? You feel me? I need some gunshots. I need some feel. I need some everybody, bro. So... Yeah, so <laughs> this was <laughs> the Built for Cuban Links podcast with your illustrious host, Yaya, and this nigga. Freezy, man, I'm going to cut, as always. We're going to be here. Nigga, you know the vibe, we so be here. that's it. We done. We out this bitch. Peace. All right, that's it. One.